Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's episode 144 of the Hammer Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So I didn't get to go to 219 day. I ended up going to my daddy-daughter dance, and I'm not going to go into it. It turned out great. Everything was fine. Uh, the only thing I wish I would have done is, once again, I waited till the last minute. So we got my daughter address. We got her, uh, we know what my ties look like or whatever, so we got her a dress that matches, you know, perfectly with the tie that I had and flowers and all this. F- just assumed I would be able to th- plop my suit on and and, uh, and we'd be good to go. I wore like, you know, rig a full suit. Mm-hmm. And as I did last year, turns out I'm fatter than I even was last year. <laughs> and you know, it's one of those things, usually I freak out and I'm like, it's last minute. I waited literally two hours before. I'm just like, it'll be fine. I mean, how much fatter could I be? I'll squeeze into it. And uh, I have two really nice suits. One of them, it wasn't going to happen. And the other one, uh, I made it work. But usually I wear, um, and, and all fat guys know this, um, and I've, I've, met, <laughs> a, I've met a lot of our uh, listeners. And uh-huh. trust me, Ben, you could sit this one out for a second. Suspenders is key. And we don't, I don't wear them for style. I wear them for for purpose. No, but they look good too. Uh, yeah, they do. I think there was a time where they came in, they were really cool again. Then they went out, just like with uh, you know, like people wearing those stupid pocket watches. I think I had suspenders in my senior photos. Everybody remember in the nineties, everybody gave out pocket watches for weddings. Like it was flasks first, then it was yeah. pocket watch. Yeah, Engraved and then people that watch. wore corduroys and played hacky sack. Also, <laughs> they would have a, a a leather wallet with a chain. And right. then my buddy Brandon had a chain wallet, and he had a pocket watch. And he played uh, hacky sack and corduroys. And he had that thing that goes from his nipple to his nose to his ear. <laughs> it was, yeah. He was like steampunk before it was cool. Uh, so so anyway, yeah, I I, uh, I went with the belt. Uh, I was in a pinch. I couldn't find my suspenders. And I would have been fine if I had my suspenders. But I found myself all day having to, every time I, so I stood most of the time. Because if I had to go from a sitting to standing position, you have to do the thing where you're like, you know, you pull your belt up and you look like you're getting ready, like a, uh, uh, Curly from the Three Stooges getting ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. So you're about uh, to jump in a, in a in a pipe and go do 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 do. So yeah. So I uh, I didn't have the suspenders. I had my belt on, and so every time I stood up, my pants came down. I had to pull them back up, and um, but it didn't stop me. I danced. I got down. We well, are the guy that likes wearing a suit. I love it. So when you say you had a nice suit, you mean like these like custom fitting, like they're. They're I mean, trim. they're tailored like, not, Yeah, so not a ton of room to spare. So if you fluctuate yeah. at all. No, I mean, but usually there's there's room that you can, like, most people buy suits and have them taken in. And then yeah. you're like, ah, oh, there's a little room to move. I had already had these taken out. So I had them tailored, remove that tailoring myself. Oh, and then yourself? I needed now to add, well, I just undid the stitching around okay. the waist. And then now, right. that was the last time, I guess, apparently. Yeah. Because I saw that the area was no longer... Uh, in existence it, last nice suit i bought was for my my cousin's wedding and i had been eating pretty well and before then i wanted to like i wore that i knew i was gonna have a nice suit so i was wanted to fit into it uh and so that was probably like one of 
some of the better shape I've been in. So I don't know if I put it on now. Well, here's the thing. So you know that I listened to um, From Brooklyn to the World, Paulie Malignaggi's podcast, The Boxer. Yeah. And he was talking about it before. Obviously, his suits are, are, are way nicer than mine. But when he's training and he's in his best shape, you know, he'll go to uh, pressers and, and all these events and he's he's got these tailored suits. Right. But then when right. he's walking around, like he'll go out and buy a, a bunch of nice suits and then while he, you know he's walking around after the fight for well, the next what, couple of months, eighteen pounds heavier than twenty. <laughs> yeah, he whatever can't it wear is. the suits. So, ah, jeez. I'm not in the same. I don't have the same predict. Kind of the same, but not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to get back down to my fighting weight, which is probably three pounds less than what I am. There now. you go. Three. So, so yeah. So that's so there's attain- that. That's attainable. But anyway, sure. dance went off without a hitch. Good, Good. to go. You I don't want to bore anybody with down. any of that. I did. I did. My daughter came running off the dance floor and then dragged me onto the dance floor. Like, had to find me and, like, like grab me by the hand. Like, come on. Yeah, you got one of those, too. See, mm-hmm. I told you. So you weren't able to make 219 Day. I did make 219 Day. Uh, I, did, I, I didn't get there. It started. What is 219 Day for anybody who doesn't know? 219 Day is the area code uh, that we live in. It's area code 219, and that's, like, the area code of, of the region for lack of a better term. Uh, Northwest Indiana. Northwest Indiana, yeah, just outside Chicago. Uh, Northwest Indiana or the region is the area that butts up to uh, just south of Chicago. So um, ends at Michigan City, or did we determine that we're not going to we're not going to give Michigan City the like ends at? I don't. I I mean I draw it at Gary Portage is like that's that's I given. Don't, no, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Can you I don't say, even consider Portage. No, I would consider Gary as the the last. Yeah, of. yeah. Well, maybe it's like, um, like, like Song of Ice and Fire. Like, I don't know if that, I don't know if Portage is where the wall is. I don't know what you're saying. But there's like a, the big ice wall. Mm-hmm. I feel like Michigan City, the wall's certainly there. You know what I mean? Portage may be like that Badlands territory where it's like <laughs> maybe you're the region, but nobody lives there. Like the anyway. co- like the county area of the region, right? The unincorporated part of the region. Well, the reason that for, for from what I take from it is the reason, like, this whole region rat thing is because for the people that, that listen that aren't around here, or I was thinking about this the other day because I was listening to Hillbilly uh, Nerd Talk, and that's one of the podcasts that, that I like. And they're in Kentucky. They're in Hazard County, and I looked it up once. And I, I don't remember where it is. But, like, when I think they're in Kentucky, I think there's certain stereotypes that come to mind from Kentucky, you know what I mean? And some of those they make fun of on their show. So what I think of Kentucky is probably not the right Right. The right thing. Everybody's well, not a pig f***ing hillbilly. Not all of them. Not all of them. There's at least two. There's you know? some cousin in there. There's two. <laughs> so, um, and on our, our logo and our sticker and everything says Indiana, Indiana. But for people that are from Indiana, they look at the area that we are from. Because we're so close to Chicago, we, we are attached to Chicago um, by just that state line that that people from Indiana look at it and they go, no, that's not Indiana. Indiana is like, Indiana is like 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 um, Hoosiers, you know, corn mm. cornfields, like and, Indianapolis uh, or Lafayette, and or... yeah, yeah, it's a little more, I guess, a little more rural, except for the patches of cities, like center of the state. Yeah, you have to understand that we're sandwiched between South Chicago, which I'm sure you've heard of in many documentaries, and Gary, which you've heard of in many documentaries. So we're right there. So we don't belong in Indiana, really. And so people refer to people from our area as region rats. Geographically, Indiana. Politically, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Except for, like, Republican, however, same politics, technically. Yeah. So so. for the last two years, 
there has been a so festival celebrating 219 219 is the area code and uh on February 19th that being 219 uh the the mayor decided he would throw a party for 219 however in the second year it ended up being on 218 <laughs> yes, because two, yeah, off to a rocky start. No, is that it was a very it was very cool. That's but sort of two one nine. Two that's region in itself to just go ah. because also another thing is up in Indiana and where we're at also. Although we're next to the Illinois border, we just go five minutes across into Illinois, but you can't buy booze. Well, you can't from a liquor store. Right. Liquor stores are not open on Sunday uh, to just buy beer and take it out. There's there's little loopholes and stuff like that. So they didn't do it on Sunday because Sunday is a day to, to barbecue and chill and it's not a day for a big party, I guess. So it was on 218 this year. And uh it's McDermott's baby. He's the mayor of Hammond. It's his thing. He's got a tuxedo shirt that he wears and a top hat and he's yeah, got he looks he's tattoos dressed like that the he puts Monopoly on. mayor. Yes. The shirt. Yeah, he looks like if the Monopoly mayor normally looks like how he does in the board game, that's the Indiana one, but he comes to the region and he gets bastardized, right. and he becomes that version. They had a, um, they had live music, which was cool in the corner. They had a big stage set up. They had big inflatable rats everywhere. They had centerpieces that looked like rats at some the of the un- tables. Thanks to the union guys for allowing. Uh... Yes, yes, no, that's true. It literally <laughs> was these big inflatable rats that they have. <laughs> are because there's so many local unions up here that when someone goes on strike, they inflate these huge rats, and then they throw stuff and curse at people that go to work past them. Well, they let us borrow. They let Hammond borrow those rats for that. They had live music. They had a mechanical bull, which they changed to be a mechanical rat just by cosmetic purposes. I have to ask you about the mechanical bull because there there was a while ago, I don't remember if it was a bachelorette party or something my wife was going to, and they went to some place um, in the city where it was a mechanical bull, heifers and hogs or something like that. It was like a, like a theme restaurant or something in the city. And she's like, oh, like yeah. And I go, like, what goes on there? And I'm, like, looking, and, and it's um, there's, like, a mechanical bull there. And I'm like, I'm like arguing with her. I was like, you ain't getting on a mechanical bull in some bar. It's not happening. Like, you know, and she's like, oh, it's a difference. It's fun. You know, I'm like, it, it ain't fun. All right. No. It, you think it's fun, but it's a bunch of dirty pervs, right? I sitting feel like around. I did it once at a bar in Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, I think I maybe did it once, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Go ahead. No, well, here's the thing. I'm not sure if I did it or if I was drunk and just thought I did it. I know in my right mind, I'd never ride a mechanical bull. I, I just feel like. Bull riding, one of the coolest things you can do, right? One of the most manly things you can do. Not cool, but manly, yes. Johnny cool, Knoxville. No. Manly, yes. Smoking a cigarette with a blindfold on, getting gored by a bull. Yeah. Totally awesome. Totally awesome. I wouldn't do it, but it looked really cool. Totally manly, gutsy. Riding a mechanical bull as a dude with a bunch of other people watching you, slow mechanical bull movements, it's erotic in the wrong direction. Well, I don't know. And here's the thing, too, is it's a lose-lose because if you're good at it... I would rather do a choreographed wedding dance. <laughs> Again, check. Uh, here's the thing. If you're good at it, um, then don't the derogatory jokes just come flying at you? Yeah, either way. Like, you, I bet it, you it, can, Ha It's like in junior high when you you know, have to wrestle a girl. There's no winning yeah. in the situation. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah, there's nothing you can because because if you're good at the mechanical bull, then the jokes just fly. Right. And if you suck and you fall off right within your uncoordinated right. slob and right. you, just, you have no control over your body or anyone else's, no. 
Uh, so there's no winning. Now, I took my kid. Like, to what do you do if you have the longest time? You jump off. Do you, like, pump your fist and go, like, yeah, I'm super good at that super gay thing I just did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I know, for me, I took my kid to this place called Rawhide in Arizona, which is, like, an old cowboy town. Like, so you have real cowboys walking around, like, doing improv. Okay. The whole city is, like, cowboy-themed. Okay. So everything, you they stay in character the whole Where time. Where is this again? In Arizona. Okay. And so... Um, I believe I went to one in Kentucky as a kid called Guntown Mountain. Same same, same thing. Okay. My, and my son... So this was me. He was probably like nine or ten, maybe ten at the time. He he rode a mechanical bull. And I was like, that's still cool because you're a kid. Kids can do it. And by the way, when we say how awful it is, I mean for, for dudes. Right. Grown... Chicks can grown do it all day. I still... Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Because here's the thing. You, you, know and what, you know and I know, especially at a place, at a bar what the purpose is of course the purpose is not to see you know i i don't I, I i it's not john travolta and urban cowboy where there's a bunch of dudes who go there and they like on friday night they had to beat the time that the other guy had this is not to practice before. your pro bull riding career no, no. it's this not a like simulator to get you ready for the big ride right it's not like you're a football player and this is a tackling dummy it's to and correct me if, if we're on the wrong wavelength here but it's to allow you to gyrate in a sexual manner so a bunch of people could watch <laughs> and drool. Yeah, it is like a like an erotic version of a normal thing. It's like if it's like if you played football, but instead of like, but these are tackling dummies. You get drunk and you do them at a bar, but you have to be on your knees when you tackle it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to tackle it like with your mouth. Like it's something like super. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that's... it was funny because my wife was like, "You're being crazy." She's like, "It's just funny. Everyone thinks it's funny." I'm like, "Yeah, they think it's real funny." Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's. I'll tell you who doesn't think it's funny. This guy. Well, well, and everyone hollers when the hot chick gets on. Why? Cause, of course, because they want to see her bull riding. Of prowess. course, and you know they all go out the dress of the nine, so they're all wearing boots and dresses. They're never, you know, it, they don't go out with their yeah. girlfriends to the city because that's the first stop or the second stop. So they're not wearing a pair of tight jeans to get on the bull at the bar in the city. It would be like it's a karate simulator. So we just get chicks drunk and like get them in dresses. But first, like they have to just like, OK, the first karate move is just going to be like bend over and touch your toes just to show your flexibilities. And everyone <laughs> hollers and they go, what? It's for karate. Yeah. And, and, and listen, that's ladies, a bad analogy. But what I'm just saying, do is like, what you want. That's fine. I'm just saying for my wife. It's not, it's not, or yeah. for any dudes. Well, so beyond that, <laughs> thankfully, uh, thankfully it didn't come up. Like I saw it and my wife didn't go like, Hey, I want to ride that thing. And I didn't suggest she, she do it. So yeah. So, and uh, she didn't suggest that you did it either. No, she wouldn't want me to do it. No, see, no, she doesn't want me to do the things I legitimately, right. I think I'm good. at. Was it free to do? I think so. As long as you paid your entrance fee. I don't know. Was I don't know if it was free or not. Well, there was That's also how far away I stayed from it. There was also an arm wrestling competition. Yes, and I didn't actually see that go down. I just saw pictures of it. I, I think it was just in the area that I didn't go to or something. What uh, What are they doing with the arm wrestling? There was tables? one section. Are they just going to storm and keep them for next year. It was in the civic center. There was one section I just didn't make it to. Um, what are they doing with the tables? Yeah, I mean, if they end up being on a practice, I would like to purchase one. That's a good idea. I'm thinking about it. would be like the mechanical bull, though, instead of like, like it's a robot, but guess what that robot's going to be shaped like when you, when you grab it? Well, you know, it's funny. Me and my brother actually, years ago, we're, we got some blueprints on making uh, a uh, a table. We're going to put it in my garage, like out of like a nice, beautiful setup. I feel like that might even be an idea, like similar to the mechanical bull. Like you'll just have one at a barbie to be an arm wrestling thing, but it, but it will be one of those things where dudes won't want to do it. Because because then you'll grab a thing that just a phallic like 
You'll grab like a phallic like. have one of those. Lever. You've never seen those where it's it's a it's a robot hand that you arm wrestle. Yeah, but this one's really gonna be shaped like. Oh, oh okay. So like all the drunk girls are gonna be like, I'm super good at arm wrestling, <laughs> and then everyone's gonna be like, Woo, do it, do it. Like they're gonna cheer on. Like a shake weight. Yeah, it's m- gonna be like a shake weight. Like, but like, you you know how you want to get good arm position when you when you do over the top. Ooh. So you're gonna end up. You're obviously gonna do a little twisting to get in the right position, and the crowd will go crazy. My, my son is. Uh, don't let him I don't do know this if I said this before, but he he's he started wrestling. Um, he's in sixth grade. Yeah. He started wrestling this year, and uh, he's doing DDP yoga, so for nice. flexibility. And then Good for he, him, uh, so I'm down there hitting the easy speed bag, and he comes down and he's got uh, he's my really wife's doing it. My wife's shake weight, and he's going to town on this thing, and no, I, I smacked it out of his smacked it out of his hands. <laughs> he's like, "What? Oh yeah, he was he was going to town on the thing." <laughs> Yeah, you gotta stop that. Yeah. You gotta stop that. Be like, I, I know it's for exercise. See, the, your wife bought a shake weight though. Let's go back. No, to that. actually, this is a great story. I think I told you this before, or it may actually been before you were on the podcast. So what happened was, I got, I went. My wife wanted a shake weight. I actually Why? took the day off of work or left work a little early one day, and wow. went because I knew no one I knew. I literally left the area I work in. Right. Yeah. Went all the way to like two, three cities away. You went to Illinois, deep in Illinois. I went and bought a shake weight, right? Was walking out of the store, and another guy who worked in my office also took the day off of work, no lied, said he was way. sick, and saw me with the shake weight and took a picture before coming up to me. He photographed me with it <laughs> and then came up to me and said, hey, well, you got a shake weight there. And I go, oh, it's for my wife. I go, I, 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 was, I don't even know if I'm going to end up buying it. He goes, it doesn't, at this point, it doesn't matter either way. And then he showed me, he texted me, he, I, my phone going off and I look and it's a picture of me with a shake weight. And he, I could see that he sent it in a group message because all the, the rest of the people that worked in my office were then texting. I thought you were going to say, he's going to say like, I called in sick today and you're going to keep that's that. That's how this story is going to remain. Nah, he didn't care about that at all. Not one bit. He's he was like, like hey, go I'll go down with Because I'm out and you. Oh, he sent it to the boss as well. Oh, my God. So, and, and the thing is, the boss didn't have a problem with the fact that, you know, either of us had stepped out. You know, had, we had time. He had a problem with buying time a shake weight. That's but, where the yeah, problem that, comes in. Oh, that picture went right up in the office. Why, why did she want one? Oh, I was, you know what? At the time, my wife likes gadgets, but you kitchen gadgets, all kind of. That's where you got to be the voice of reason that goes like, nah, you ain't getting a shake weight. I, at, at the time, I mean, why do I care if she has a shake weight? Mm, I don't know. I guess I'm just like, hey, if if there's any exercise that's going to be happening, it ain't going to be with the shake weight. All right. <laughs> well, I think the shake weight is perfect. Jeez, I sound like a pig this entire episode. Yeah, right? My do. true colors are coming out. <laughs> anyway, you so know, a guy goes and lift weights one time, all of a sudden I come in talking, and make nothing but phallic jokes. What else happened there? Uh, Did you see anybody rocking the shirts? Yes. Awesome. Ran into our boy Santos. He had uh, the Hey My Man shirt. And I saw other people, but similar to... Like I said, I was going to wear my shirt. I balked at the last minute. My wife wanted me to look presentable and wear something that was a little more, I don't know, just not baggy or something. So I didn't wear mine. So my boy Santos was out with his lovely bride. Hung out with them, had some beers, um, ran into uh, the talk radio family. That was pretty cool. And um, I don't even know if they listen to the show, but I talk to them on Twitter all the time. But uh, I believe it's Jen and Noah. They're the beer aficionados. Hung out with them. What was really cool is the guy, uh, one of the guys that runs 18th Street Brewery, his name is Ed. Mm. Uh, he was hanging out by the 18th Street little, because they had- it seems the, about right. Well, I mean, I just he wasn't serving or anything. He was just like hanging out there. Um, but he's a really, really nice guy. And uh, 
they were by Byway, I think. So it was Byway, 18th. I think Wild Rules was there. Um, Three Floyds was there. Jeez, I feel like a jerk, not including other people. But honestly, that's as far as I got. 18th Street makes a beer called Foreman. I told you to take copious notes. That didn't happen? No. Okay. No, it did not happen. <laughs> uh, 18th Street makes a porter called Foreman. It's so good that I'm a man where if I know what I like, I just don't. I don't need to sample one of everything. Right. I just go, this is good. I'm just going to drink this tonight. This is what I'll be having. Oh, Crown. I had something from Crown that you would have respected because it was called The Dude. It was like a Java Porter, Java Stout, something like that. It basically uh, had like a little white Russian taste to it. It was really, really, really good. Uh, So they had beer. Uh, Obviously, we drank beer. They had a huge bonfire out back. Really? Yeah, that's just because it's just kind of like it would be cool if they just had a bunch of like trash fires. You (laughs) know what I mean? Where you could all like like if they 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 don't need to have it inside at all. No, if they gave you stuff like, uh, if they gave you your beer in a brown bag and you could all huddle around it, that would really feel like the region to me. Absolutely. But, uh, so they had a big bonfire. They had arm wrestling, which I guess some people did really well. <laughs> I did not see it. I, I'm sure we can go on Hamilton's yeah, I don't website. know. I don't know why you wouldn't check that out. You know what? Because I, the wife and I don't go out to many places together. And there was a lot of people that we knew there. So I was trying to. Yeah, but to... you don't want to get her going by watching like some dudes? Come again? Let's move on. How's that? Okay. Well, uh, basically, I just was trying. I was trying to spend. Some I mean, clock. you saw that testosterone in the air. Yeah, you know what? You didn't go over there. No, I didn't go over there because I just feel like uh, some guy would give me a weird look or something crazy would happen. Like, I, look, when there's that much testosterone in the air, I just feel like I don't know if people are joking or not, and it would just get crazy. Never. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I just didn't. I, I, w- I would like to, um, if, if I knew somebody was going to turn their hat around and really get sly with it. Well, I just, I wish you would have at least checked it out so I could see what the competition looks like for next year. Start working. Well, I out. can just tell you right now, get that shake weight out, <laughs> get things moving. Cause, uh, cause there was some hefty, hefty, I mean, there's some beefy dudes in the region and, and arm wrestling is a lot about. Is I don't know that very is. much focused on the beef. Now, don't, let, don't let the movie fool let you. Me that tell was you a this. script. In real life, it's about the beef, dude. I know you've been talking about uh, wanting to like review documentaries or like do a segment where you get to wa- you watch a documentary and you talk about it every now and then. Oh, I just was getting so many. There's one called I told you this before, Pulling John, and it's basically the oh, story the about list. the guy who that mo- over the top is is okay. made about um, about the guy, but not necessarily about that story. But anyway, it talks, okay. and, and the guy is not a, a, a big dude by any means. Right. But it, it's it's about technique. But you gotta so have, you gotta have big bones. I feel you can't it can't speak watch just the mo- dude, muscle. It's either. crazy because just you know, like uh, I work out, but there's nothing I can do about the size of my wrists. They're never getting any you bigger. Play, I have ET bones. When you play football, uh, you the the workouts you do are specific to football. When you mm-hmm. play basketball, the workouts you do are you know obviously lower body sure. jumping. You know. Uh, ankle, feet, whatever exercises you're doing, wrestling, same thing. And so these are specific to, you know, your forearms, your biceps, your shoulders. Uh, so it sense. shows you these, like, they're, they're crazy. But, of course, you know, then you see these, like, these, uh, the foreign teams where these guys' muscles are, are like, twice the size of, of Hulk Hogan's 24-inch pythons. Unbelievable. And, and they're, they're, but they're, they're, they'd be arm wrestling a guy who looks to be next to that average. And getting beat. So you're saying, just, te- you're saying technique and, 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 and specific muscles? Yes. Or, yeah. Well, I feel like some people have just big, big ass specific muscles then. I, I, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I do wish I could have seen it, but it just became a thing of like, uh, I was talking to some friends, talking to people I've met through the podcast, talking to people that I just know from the area, and uh, watching the band a little bit, and just, I don't know, I, I didn't make it over there. It's one of the main events, so I probably should have, but you know what? This is why you next year you got to go. If it wasn't a scheduling conflict, I definitely would have went. Yeah. I actually, because, well, you know, what time first. did you go there? It was 6 to midnight. I probably got there at like 8, 8.30. Yeah, see, I probably still could have went. Uh, I didn't realize you were going that late. I, I literally came home, sat in the chair, and I saw that you were like, people were like, where are you? I'm here. I'm there. So I'm like, oh, he must have just got yeah. there. So I could probably, I probably could have done both. Well, it was nice to see the people that did come out, and it was nice to have a beer with Santos, and it was good to see the talk radio family. and Speaking, some other, you know. speaking of uh, of our friend Santos, he sent in a, a voicemail. He had a, he had a problem he wanted us to solve. Really? So I'm before I play this, I'm suggesting that the rest of you follow suit, and if you have a problem uh, that you can't figure out, give it to us, and we'll see what we can come up with. Sure. So check this out. Hey, guys. How's it going? I just have a question for you. Uh, I'm at work right now, and I was wondering if... Uh, there's anything at all in the gentleman's handbook about how to deal with a co-worker that every time he goes to the bathroom leaves a nice little puddle of pee in front of the uh, toilet there. Jesus. Um, I, I figured I'd wait and see if you guys had, you know, any advice for me before I said quit peeing in front of the toilet. Um, all right, cool. Laters. Don't ever say laters again. Well, I bet there is something in the gentleman's handbook about that, and I will check on it soon. However, I don't think we need the handbook to directly address this one. First of all, the answer, the answer is urinal. <laughs> That's what, the simple answer. He's asking, what does he have to tell? What does he have to do to make sure the person? So you're saying he suggests to the other person use a urinal? Yeah. Why are you peeing in the toilet anyways? Don't be weird. Maybe they don't have urinals. Maybe it's That's just like crazy. A, That's crazy wow. talk. If they don't have a urinal, um. Which, I, by the way, my next house will have a urinal. It every, will for sure. But it, uh, what, what? I don't. Everybody has a camera phone, and most of these. It, I, I don't know about his business, but a lot of them have cleaning ladies or cleaning personnel. Obviously, because if you pee on the floor, I assume that you think someone else is going to come behind you and clean it up. Either that, or you pee on the floor in your own house. So that kind of an animal can't be. You you can't humiliate them in a normal way. But what I would do is I would take a picture of the pee puddle. I would take, well, and then I would take a picture of the person. I would take a picture of the guy coming out of the bathroom the next time, go in there, take a picture of a far off shot of the toilet. And then I would take both of those pictures and I put them up in the break room. Hmm. Only thing is, what if he doesn't want to put his neck on the line? Like I got, you don't have to say you did it. Well, they're going to go, Hey, who put these pictures of the pee puddle up there? Maybe it's the guy who pee puddled. Yeah. You're going to go look instead of worried about who put the pictures up. Right. Let's worry about who's making the puddle. There's health issues. Yeah. I feel like maybe, maybe see, you guys are focusing on the wrong thing. Humiliation is always the best way to change behavior. Do I have a roll of scotch tape <laughs> in my pocket? Yes. But that's not, uh, don't worry about who put the pictures up. Worry about who did the peeing on the floor. Well, if someone's routinely doing it, it means they, A, don't know how to urinate properly, or B, um, enjoy leaving puddles of their pee. Both of those are huge problems I, that need to be uh, addressed. One, so how do you address it? You, I you put had, pictures up in the break room, you're saying? Yeah, well, I had, a, I had a guy I used to work with that would go to the bathroom and uh, not necessarily peeing, but he would leave a, a, a spattering all the time and of, of not pee. And 
oh. people would go in there afterwards and they'd be, they would be like, dude, I mean, come on. And, and yeah. this person's response was, that's what they paid a cleaning lady for. And I'm thinking, that's, an animal. that's the low. Yeah, that's an animal. That's a farm animal right there. You, you know what I would do? Honestly, what I for real would do uh, is going to sound like a joke, but it's not. I would make a sign and I would put it above wherever it is, your peeing, toilet, urinal, whatever. I would make a sign and put it above it. And then I would leave a stack of towels and I would say, this if you is a... sprinkle, when you tinkle, please be neat, wipe the seat. Well, I would say be a sweetie and wipe the seat. <laughs> okay. But I would put a sign with a stack of, and I would take a stack of towels and put them there. And I would go, with an arrow down, I would go, these, this, these towels or paper towels, napkins, whatever they are, are for the animal who can't make it into the bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't even say, like, you know who but you are. Let me you ask know. you this. If you're the animal so you're that gonna... can't make it into the bowl, don't uh-huh. you just sort of laugh? And I mean, does it really, do you really think the guy's going to be humiliated if you do it that way? Yes. In I such think he's a... going to, well, it's, because then it's like, I don't know. I, that's what I would do. Because I would go, look, this is, this is an issue. This is, you're an animal. Here's a solu- here's here's such an elementary childish solution to your childish problem. Uh sometimes it's sort of like like when like you ever see like uh in in the movies where they 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 bring the like okay Hannibal Lecter, they had to strap him up in that suit and put that mask in him. Now, it didn't work for him cuz he was a absolute psychopath, but I would argue that a lot of people once they This is had, where it all starts though, right? Killing animals, leaving a puddle It's a of urine small step from from peeing on the floor to that. That's mm-hmm. there's that's 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 science. Like that part's clear, yeah. But like a lot of people, I think having that spit mask on or that bite mask on and being strapped up and handcuffed or, or all that, um, a lot of that they're gonna have a, a come to Jesus look in the mirror moment. They're gonna go, I'm so bad that that I have to be masked and I have to be restrained to this point. Maybe the problem's me. Don't you? Know? you but first and foremost, don't you position yourself outside of the bathroom and go in and check after each person, like try to figure out through the process of P elimination, whose urine it is before then, then you can direct your, your no, because my, my sign just says, Hey, you're to the animal. But I, and I think that, that animal's le- going to know and he's going to go, okay, I thought I could get away with this pee scandal. Apparently they're on to me. See, the thing is, is that this really lends to the way that your personality versus my personality yeah. where you're like, Hey, listen, I'm going to put it out there and the person who's doing this is going to see the sign and feel very terrible about themselves. I'm hoping gonna, there's a tiny bit of soul inside And they're going to change the way they do things. And, and, and my <laughs> right. way is saying, right. no, we're going to humiliate this person and probably make them quit or get fired. That way, it's just easier to deal with them that way. Yeah, but that's your... But in, in such a way, way to where so you don't much put yourself... That I'm not willing to put in. Does it, though? Yeah. I mean, you're going to stake out every guy when he pees... I mean, I'm not, yeah, but I'm saying there, you I have don't to get down I, and close and personal. I think it would urine. only take a couple of days. I'm not saying you go after each person, but I, <laughs> I, I think if you really put some effort toward what it, if this guy doesn't out. do it that one time? So then all of a sudden he's off your list of bad guys, but he actually is the urinator. That could happen. Right. That could happen. Yeah, I mean, I, can't, I, don't have that I think you time. have to go into do some. What else are you doing at work? Nothing. Exactly. All right. Maybe I do have that kind of time. Well, that's you know what, Santos. Thanks for asking us. Anybody, I would encourage anybody to ask. I mean, as you see, we we worked through it. I think we came up with two viable what, solutions. What number? What number do they call if they have a problem or, or a question or or anything like that? Two one nine two three seven ninety forty. Okay, beautiful. Oh, by the way, if you're going to use that number, I would love to get a definitive answer on this. You know, it's so funny, dude. I'll put stuff out on Twitter, and sometimes it's it's very weird. Maybe it's just a 
a window to my personality. But sometimes I'll put serious stuff. Sometimes I'll put like thoughtful stuff. And then sometimes it'll just be like poop jokes. I, I don't know. Well, I got so much interaction because I told people I made a joke about, well, it was sort of a joke. It's sort of like the boogers. It's, I said, when I make peanut butter and jelly, I go jelly first, then I lick the knife. And then I get the peanut butter. Yeah, you said your peanut butter is like 70% spit. Yeah, I think it was 63% spit (laughs) is my peanut butter jar. Um, That's sort of a joke because I don't think the number is that high. But it's not a joke because I do that. So, and here's the reason I do jelly first is so that, because I've done it the other way and it takes forever to lick all that peanut butter (laughs) off. So I decided to go with jelly because I'm an animal. Makes sense. Dude, I can put super smart, well, no, I can't put super smart, but somebody else could. But I can put more thoughtful or more thought-provoking tweets. For some reason, I tweet about peanut butter and jelly. My phone's blowing up with notifications about how I'm doing it wrong. People are saying they do peanut butter on both sides, jelly with a spoon in the middle or some crazy. It's basically like like you're making an island yeah. uh, uh, of jelly in a sea of peanut like butter. Like a home you don't know what that means. That's what I was going to say. That was the next example I was going to come up with. What was it called again? A home intoxication? Yes, like that. Well, people are coming up with all these crazy ways. Or don't, a punchki. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. We're not making pot stickers or pierogies. This shouldn't be that complicated. Um, and don't you dare say use goober, that stuff that's already mixed. What is that? That that stuff that you can buy that's like already, it's like peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, and you just scoop it and put it that in. That sounds horrifying. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the kind of people that eat those like pink Eskimo snowball pea things. pea puddles outside of toilets. Yeah. It's probably all the same person. Um, I would love somebody to call and use that number uh, that has the definitive it's answer. It's two knives. What peanut is the butter. best way to make a peanut butter and jelly? Two knives. Peanut butter. Chunky. Well, that can't be the Jelly best. on the other piece, and then bananas in well, the middle. Well, first of all, you're already wrong in a couple ways, because I'm not using two knives. Why? Because that's not efficient at all. You're wasting two knives. Okay, so you're out right there. Then you said jelly. The correct answer is jam. So that's crazy, because jelly doesn't- Jam goes on toast. Jelly jam goes on Jam spreads. Bread. Jelly's all lumpy and stupid. I like that. Not on my Goes sandwich. with my chunky peanut butter. Not once, not never. So I, I would like- Bananas the, in the middle. And my hot PB&J talk. But sound off- uh, if you think you know, and if you don't know, other stuff, don't too. you dare? All right. Well, you can talk I about guess whatever. if you have something else. Um, something else I did want to bring up real quick though is because uh, was the documentary thing. I I don't know. I just sort of mentioned like I don't know how it got started. Somebody saying, "Have you seen this?" I saw that. Oh, I think I think our buddy Santos watched a couple of movies that I recommended. One of them was Dear Zachary. And if you guys have not seen Dear Zachary, it's so it's streaming free on Netflix right now. It's so super good. It's my uh, top five documentaries. It's really good. But it's not an easy watch. It is, is an emotional nightmare. I thought it was the uh, the making of um, The Other Guys. Hmm? No? Come again. Go ahead. You thought that was the making of the other guys? Yeah. What do you mean? The making of the movie The Other Guys. What about it? I thought that's what that documentary was, Dear Zachary. No, Dear Zach no, dear <laughs> I I can't tell that No. No, Dear Zachary is a super good documentary. Uh it's basically this uh I don't even want to tell you. It's just it's a crazy uh, emotional roller coaster. They just take a bunch of footage. Basically, this guy's like, "Hey, you're, you're this child is born and the father passes away 
I don't even know. I, I can't remember if the kid was born yet or not born yet or just barely born. But they basically take all this footage and goes, here, here was your just dad. Just barely born. That's he, my favorite. <laughs> just barely. Well, it was a bunch, I don't know. It was a bunch of footage. One uh, leg out, one arm out. So that they would, so he's like, here's so you would know who your dad was. So it's all his friends describing it. And you think that that's pretty heart-wrenching thing already, but it gets crazy from there. It's not an easy watch, but it's super good. That's how it all got started. Then we all started swapping uh, different documentaries. I tweeted a bunch of them. I saw, yeah, and a lot of those I've seen already. Well, yeah, me too. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if those were all ones you had not seen. or those No, because a lot of just... these are pretty old, but it's like, right. but people were giving me, I mean, I think I was up to like 50 or something, 52 of them, uh, some really, really good ones, but I tweeted them out and check them out because some of these are really, really good. And and all I haven't seen them all. A lot of them are just suggestions. But what I wanted to talk about was uh, somebody suggested to watch uh, the Battered Bastards of Baseball. It was free on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's about Kurt Russell's dad, Bing Russell, mm-hmm. who bought like basically a single A baseball um, team, but they bought it private. Yada yada. But the point is, in this movie, they used uh, some old timey terms. I think just being around that old timey baseball. Uh, uh, you know, mentality, and this guy was from that old school. But I had this idea as I was watching it. At one point, Bing Russell, they're having a big tryout. You know, people are coming from all over to try out for this guy's rogue team, and it's almost like, it's like Major League, like like bring us your poor, your tired, right. your, he's like a weirdo, uh, motley crew of people. Well, Bing Russell... Frank Zappa of baseball teams. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bing Russell is giving them a little, like, pep talk before they start, and he's like, look... There's a lot of people here, and he talks like that. Old. There's a lot of people here. Not, all right, Chase. Not everyone's going to make it, all right? Now he goes, uh, there's a lot of people traveling, a lot of, a lot of people going to try really hard, and we only have so many spots. He goes, but uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the way the pickle squirts. And he said it nonchalant, and nobody batted, and they were like, yeah, that's how the pickle squirts. And I go, that's what we got to bring back. See, we're making new dumb things like, uh, like on fleek, and we're making all these dumb uh uh, new internet memes, mm-hmm. Twitter sayings. I want to bring back old words, well, and the- I may bring back one or two a week. But the one that I want to bring back this week, and then we'll try to weave it in somewhere, is the word "crummy." I haven't used that word in a long time, but that's the way the pickle squirts. If if we can pigeonhole that in somewhere, that'd be great. But my point is, I like these old sayings better than our new sayings. I think they're more clever and they're more fun. So I'm going to now be describing things that aren't very good as crummy. And if something doesn't shake out the way you like it, that's the way the pickle squirts. You know, it's funny you say that because my family is filled with these. My dad used to say, you're dumber than a mud fence. That was one of his uh, sayings he would have all the time. My grandfather would say, you're talking like you have a paper ass. (laughs) How's that? I have no idea. If anybody has ever heard this this (laughs) phrase before. Like you, no, I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying to picture one and then see why it would be bad or good or why it would make you talk weird. No, yeah, I don't get it. But that, that that's a that's a big one in my family. Nice. Like you said, we'll keep them. We'll keep them coming. I don't want to. I don't want to burn them all today because I got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if anybody could sort of figure that one out for me, uh, because I've asked. He's he's uh, long since passed away, but I, I just uh, <laughs> I just want to. I'd like people to sound off and give me their old-timey phrases that they'd like to hear back or be used again. And if they're good, I'll, I'll use them. Dude, I'll walk around like a – I'll sound like I was selling like papers on the corner in, in New York in like 1917 if it suits I think me. The, I think the problem is is that we used to get terminology from 
broadcasters, old old timey broadcasters, grandparents, parents, and now the kids are making them up. They're coming from the bottom up instead of from the top down. That's why you get these stupid, you know, on fleek or. Do so you think uh, somebody that was running like a company, like some like like the head of Wrigley was like, ah, that's somebody to pickle squirt. See, and I it, think it, it worked all, its way down. I always think it comes from some sort of blue collar fisherman or you know a, a farmer or something like that. That's where they come from, like like blue collar rural America. Now, are you able to judge your self worth by if yours get picked? Like, if you say a lot of zingers and they get picked up, like that girl that came up with on fleek, I bet she thinks very highly of herself. I think she's from Lansing, right? That's what I heard. Like, like I'm it's, not going to go and check. <laughs> I don't know. Lord knows I couldn't control myself if I met her. I'd be like, nah, I'm not giving you any credit. As a matter of fact, getting it back in the line. Yeah, my wife tried to pull that on me a couple times, the on fleek, and I was like, I'm not, not buying. I'm still not 100% sure what it means, and I'm proud of that. I agree. But do you think like um, they like if you came up with that phrase, then do you like feel like like I'm the man? I just think I, I don't think there's any way to uh, validate it. You know what I mean? Because you could say, "Oh, I came up with that," and no one's going to believe you. But you know, and so inside, do you feel great that that took off? No, I probably feel like I probably heard it from somewhere else and accidentally used it. You know what I mean? I'll always be like, oh, "Maybe, I, maybe it." If if it blew up, I'd be like. I must have subconsciously heard that somewhere. I couldn't have come up with that myself. I heard something this week that is that is the perfect way to tell your self-worth. And it's not like um, coming up with a phrase or a slogan that takes off. That's nice. Getting a bunch of retweets. Sure, I guess it feels good. Not Trump ones. Is this by your car? Those ones don't count. Or how good looking your children are? No. Oh. No, no, no. Hmm. No, it's the true test. Steve Harvey. The true gotcha. test. My wife knows somebody that went to Steve Harvey's show, uh, mm-hmm. I think, on last week, a couple weeks ago, whatever. She said when they get there, they basically, when you walk in, kind of like when you, you know, when you go to a club and like the bouncer goes like, nah, there's no room, no room, no room. And mm-hmm. then some hot chicks walk up. Okay, we got room for three or four more. They do that at the Steve Harvey show, it turns out. The best looking people get to sit up front. And she was telling me that. She's like, isn't that crazy? Like if you were in line and they were just like, Oh, you, you you get to sit up front because you're good looking, and I was like, no, let's focus on the other ones. Let's focus on the ones that didn't get picked for Steve Harvey's. How horrible selection. would it be if you had to sit in back and your wife got to sit up front? <laughs> I didn't even think about splitting couples up like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I've but seen no, a picture but that, of you two together. But the, <laughs> well, either either, either she's sitting in back or she's sitting in front. You're sitting in back either way. She's pity. She's right. pity sitting. They're like they're like, man, we got a we got a spot right by Steve Harvey. And she goes. That is well, a fan, that is one hell of a mustache. I'll, I'll sit, I'll sit with this guy. That's how you know it's a good woman. If you remember yeah, a Bronx you know tale, loyal. the door lock test. What's the door test? All right, listen to me. You pull her right where she is, right? Before you get out of the car, you lock both doors. Then you get out of the car, you walk over to her, you bring her over to the car, you take out the key, put in the lock, open the door for her, then you let her get in, then you close the door for her, then you walk around the back of the car and you look through the rear window. If she doesn't reach over, lift up that button for you so you can get in, dump her. Just like that? Listen to me, kid. If she doesn't reach over, lift up that button for you so you can get in, that means she's a selfish broad, and all you're seeing is the tip of the iceberg. You dump her, you dump her fast. Yeah, what about all the beautiful things you just told me, though? Do what my heart tells me to do. It's all that matters. Find someone to pull into myself. I mean, hey, this could be one of the great ones. The door test, that's what counts. You dump her, and you dump her fast. Dump her? Dump her. 
This is the this is the the newer version. So you bring your lady to Steve Harvey, and when they ask her to inevitably, they ask her to sit up front because she's such a dime piece. And then she goes, "I'll see you after the show," and right. uh, and go who who, and she starts going Jerry Jerry. She doesn't even know what show she's on. This is awful. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was super funny. Uh, but my my question is like, what do you do if they ask you to sit in the back? Do you take that? Do you go? I'm not a like. Do you go like I'm not a back row guy or gal? I'm a at least put me in the middle of the pack and let me like I don't have to ask a question. I I I argue that I'm short and so it would only be fair that I sat up front. <laughs> so I would try to get a red herring reason to move up front thereby the people who see me on camera are tr- are 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 trained to believe that Steve Harvey values my looks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sent back in the world as a better looking human being. That makes that a lot makes of sense. sense. I would probably start negotiating and like saying like they could take stuff that was never off the ta- that was never on the table. I'm like, look, I don't have to ask three questions. I can just ask one, but don't make me sit in the uh, back. How long before they just tell you to leave and, and move aside and they bring the next people in? I don't know. <laughs> Knowing me, they'd be like, hey, the, the line has to get mo- the line has to get. You're holding up the line. I'll sit in the back, and I would immediately go in the back. But I thought that was awful. I didn't know they did that. I don't know if it's. Uh, I didn't think about splitting couples up, but that would be the ultimate test, man. I have to tell you, the Steve other Harvey day, needs to stop judging. <laughs> the other day I was at, uh, yeah, he definitely needs to stop judging. He usually does it incorrectly. <laughs> the uh, I was sitting at work and I, 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 I we were we were busy. That's funny. <laughs> we were busy, <laughs> and I, so I had to order. For, I usually bring my like a lunch pail, like Fred Flintstone, and um, I unfortunately forgot this day, so I had to order food. And I've been trying since uh, beginning of the year to eat right. And I, I think I've been doing pretty well. Like I said, I bring my lunch to work every day. I eat sensibly. It's eat not clean. It's, it's not until clean. I get home that I eat like a pig. But um, yeah, the problem was, so I ordered from Jimmy John's because I also needed it delivered. And, and there's not a lot of options. I'm not a fan sure. of Jimmy John's personally. But okay. I ordered this sandwich called the JJ Gargantuan. And I did it like online. And so it's like the big version it has like every single meat and every single thing that they have put on one sandwich like if i'm gonna eat out i want everything you guys have i normally i normally eat like broccoli but that's the problem when you order when you're for 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 guys like me okay when i order and i'm hungry i need to have my wife order for me i need to just tell her like hey could you just get me some jimmy john's have it sent to me at work and then tell her you know i don't even tell her she knows I like usually when I go to a sub place, like whatever the Italian version, whatever their Italian sub yeah. is usually what I get. Yeah. But I feel like my wife would never pick the JJ Gargantuan for me. No. You know what I mean? And, 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 and so I ordered She it. would be the voice of reason that goes, you don't need all that. And immediately when it came, or when I hit the button and I was thinking about it, because it's coming freaky fast, uh-huh. I, w- I had buyer's remorse for a sandwich because I'm like, really? You need the JJ Gargantuan? There was like all these other, you know, options. Blew right past them. I said, yeah. oh, the JJ Gargantuan, what's that? They were like, we have 18 different normal sandwiches <laughs> that normal people eat. <laughs> right. And then we have this one if you're a, a fat tubelard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody says fat tubelard either. Here's the no respect for, for yourself back. meal. <laughs> yeah, right. That's number one. Well, I think they, they make it like gargantuan, meaning like. If you can eat this, you're 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 all, you're tough. You're a yeah, man. You know. You did it. Never the case. I told Hooray. you I've been in those eating contests before, where like you have to eat the five pound hamburger. Never felt worse in my life. Would never ever do that again. So I would still would though. Take the JJ Gargantuan off your menu. It, it it makes me feel like a slovenly beast. Just know I'm I'm still regretting that I 
I, I don't even know if I wanted to bring it up today. I feel so bad about <laughs> like, it. Like, like, like you, you've been thinking about it, but when you say the words, it just... I could, I'll tell you right now, being 40 and like starting to try to be a little bit more health conscious, I go, I'm not really going to... Probably not going to work out, so it's got to go in the eating is the area I have to focus on is just eating better. It's 80% of it, they say. And... I'm the I guy could, that eats whatever, I, and then I go, oh, I ran two miles, so that's good, right? I don't feel like I could ever go to a buffet again. The idea of a buffet when, they like, so old country buffet is the most disgust. The people are gross. Yeah. The food's gross. I mean, when you're super hungry and, and you go, old country buffet, that's a, I mean, for 12 bucks, I'm going to totally it's walk like out the of Walmart there feeling great. Of dining, though. Oh. But this is coming from a guy it's, who eats Little Caesars from time to time. That's, it's still not as bad. No, but what about, what about Chinese buffet, though? Chinese buffet is different because um, you know that's bad regardless. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah. So it's the yeah. same bad, but just a bunch of it. Yeah, like, but it's Chinese food though. Yeah, but like at a buffet, it's like they go like, "Oh, there's green beans and all these things." You go, okay, you look at it and you go, "But that's like a crappy I, version." Of I think green beans. I think I'm going to at a Chinese buffet. I'm going to eat eat some food, rice, and and, and stuff's going to expand in my stomach. I'm going to feel full. I'm going to leave, and then I'm going to go. Damn it! I need to go back there and get more. We're at a ro- at a regular buffet where I'm eating fried chicken and bacon, and then I'm eating pie and I'm eating that stuff just sits on you, man. And you end up you eating can't... all the stuff you normally wouldn't, but right. it's ready. So and I only, I paid twelve bucks. I mean, I'm gonna get my money's worth. Right? I haven't been to Old Country Buffet honestly since high school. Oh, it's I it's just it's, don't it's, do it's it. gross. Don't get me wrong, I eat like a animal. I eat like an entire piece. But there's just guy. nothing good there. And then they have the guy like cutting the meat, like it's like he's at like some sort of fancy wedding or the casino <laughs> boat. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what slice of this? That's a uh, that's a Hormel uh, uh, ham. You're not right, fooling right, anybody. Right, right. I, it's the, that's the same quality food you get at school lunch. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It's cafeteria. Yeah, food. and it's I don't know. Maybe some of it's no. It's, that it's being all said, bad, dude. You know what, Ben? Stick to your guns. Well, what you were about right. what about back in the day? I used to love Shakey's. Is that different? Shakey's, uh, in, I think it was in Highland on the Boulevard. It was my favorite. Maryville, Highland, there was a couple of them. But that's the main one, yeah, on the Boulevard. Oh, so good. And I think now... I feel like Shakey's was a better version of this, though? Probably not. Uh, but as a kid. Yeah, no, no. I, I I would say if they had a Shakey's now, I, I, I would have... Because Shakey's wasn't really a buffet in a way. I look at a buffet as it has a multitude of different like yeah. Mexican food. And then over here, there's... You know, uh, uh, whatever right. other things that aren't right, Mexican right, right. food, and then there's other things uh, still know, aren't Mexican right. food. But Shakey's was just like pizza, potatoes, and chicken. Yeah, pizza with a few other odds. But and like ends. the stuff yeah. that you'd get at a pizzeria. So it, it, it I guess it was a buffet style. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could go back up and get more. It's like anytime it says buffet, you know everything. I think it was actually called is- Shakey's buffet, but. <laughs> It's gonna be worse though. Even like when you stay at a hotel and it's like we have the continental breakfast. It's like that just means like eight crappy options. Can you just give me one option and I'll either have it or not? But if I do, it's quality. Well, I can remember when I was growing up, we'd go to Vegas all the time, my family, because we had family oh, that lived same there. Same here, except for never. And it would be like, oh, you know, it was so cheap to eat in Vegas. That would like people would say, like, hey, let's go to Vegas. It's great. You know, it's cheap airfare. I've heard that before too. Or, you know, and, and yeah. the food is almost next. And it's not like that anymore. It hasn't been like that in many years. No. Once they made it like kid friendly and they knew families were coming, then the food prices just you know went up. But you could eat in a buffet for twenty seven dollars or whatever. You know, that's the buffet price. But th- at that point, you really are saying like, I'm going to get my twenty seven dollars out because. When I go and, and, and pull the slot machine, I don't know that I'm going to get my fill. But I will right. win. I will win 
back at the at the cafeteria or the buffet. You know? you know what though? Actually, now that we're talking about this, all this does change for the Horseshoe Casino. Casino buffet is good. I know we always say yeah, buffets yeah. are gross. That's actually I don't know why. I think because it's super expensive. Well, they have chefs there. Yeah, that's, that's a good it's not, one. Yeah, I don't think they bring in like frozen food and so miles out. from Old Country Buffet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, they so actually the have like chefs. The buffets are garbage, and the people that take leftovers home from buffets, those are the ultimate. Yes, they are. Oh, <laughs> the ultimate. That's the ultimate garbage. Oh, hey, I got I got I got I know you probably had a problem with this, so I have a solution for your problem in the form of a benovation. Okay. This benovation was born from something. First, I looked at something and I complained about it and I made fun of it. And I said, well, if I'm going to make fun of it, at least let me add my two pennies. Um, Not a lot of people have flat tops anymore, correct? No. Pretty much maybe, you know, one or two. If you have a flat top now, you've. It's the same one you've had for the last 40 years. Right. So here's what happens. That barber that gave you that flat top 40 years ago, maybe he's no longer with us. And they don't, it probably don't teach flat tops to the young up and comers. I don't think it happens. I think everyone gets the young Republican. They get a a hard part shaved in their hair and they grow a beard. That leaves the flat top people out. Now, what do you do? You want a flat top badly because you love flat tops because they're your favorite haircut. Because you want to look like Guile from Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, you want to look like Guile, or you want to look like a, a bad guy from an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Is there somebody in Stand By Me has got a flat top, probably? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a flat top. I mean, River Phoenix has like a crew cut. It's not really like a flat top, but... I'm trying to think of other... I know there's 80s movies where like... It's usually like a kid with like reddish hair with freckles and a flat top. Yeah, the guy from uh, Gleaming the Cube, the skinny guy that yeah. has the little skate thing in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like the skate tech, the guy that runs around with all the extra wheels in case the cool skateboarders break something. Right, he's got his bag of tricks. <laughs> right. Well, what does he do if he wants a flat top? What if they're doing uh, Gleaming Gleaming the Cube two? You know what I mean? A Brother's Justice two. I'll explain that later. <laughs> All right. Well, I got the solution for you, and it's the same solution that you have, and it's a very, very simple solution. People are going to say, no, that's dumb. You just have to have technique. I say, no technique is what I want to do it myself. It's a, it's a pair of hair clippers, except for this hair clippers has a little bubble level like you would have on your level, or now mm-hmm. a lot of drills have them, so you're drilling straight. This is just a hair clippers with a bubble level. Now, I know what you're thinking. Ben, how can I see the bubble level if I'm cutting my own hair in the mirror? I was thinking that. That's a good... Well, that's... I also would sell an attachment that would be like... Have you ever seen an anglerfish? <laughs> I, I, I read a lot of kids' books with my kids about sea creatures. Anglerfishes have this, like, like a stem and a lantern that comes down in front of them, and it's like a lure to lure fish at them. And when the fish come to see the lure, uh, i.e. Finding Nemo, they eat that fish. Well, this will be something that will go on the clippers, and it will dangle down trying to think of like almost like a like a like a backup camera on a car well but it's gonna it's gonna hang down like you know how like uh when kids go to festivals and they get like um crowns and they have like silly things that are bound yeah. like like springs yeah maybe i'll just do a spring <laughs> and it's gonna come from the clippers and that will have a level on it no a spring will bounce okay that's off it's got to be hard it's got to be um, um fixed it's got to be fixed so there's going to be a bubble level mm-hmm. on these clippers that you can see and when that bubble level is right there between those two lines, that's how you go across. Now you've got yourself a beautiful flat top, and your barber's dead. We know that. So you're able to do it by yourself. This is, like, better than a Floby. So bubble I, level flat I, top I, I guess. I guess I'm, I, 
the only real follow up question I have is how satisfied with yourself were you when you came up with this stupid idea? Extremely satisfied. Like I bet you were like, you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I go, I go. A lot of people want to. I go. Well, no, nobody wants a flat top, but that one person. This is going to hurt my sales. It's going to hurt my sales bad because a lot of people don't want flat tops anymore. But everything comes back around eventually. So when they do come back around, until the until the industry's hip, um, you're going to need my bubble level. Why not flat just top. a helmet? That has the top off. You know what I mean? Like you ever the halos where people have broken necks? You set it, and then it just has like a fan blade that chops straight across the top of your head. But then where does the level go? I need yeah, to right. yeah, yeah, have also there's safety risks involved. A kid gets that, maybe it's the wrong size helmet, you take you, you scalp them. My oh, bubble brother. level won't scalp anybody. Just real quick. So that's pretty sweet. I want to make sure everybody gets to know what I'm talking about. A Brother's Justice is the TV name. Gleaming the Cube, people didn't understand what it meant. So when they when they put it on television later, years later, like okay. the next year or whatever, they change it to uh, the, the title of the, the movie is actually A Brother's Justice. Really? So if you're buying Gleaming the Cube, the made-for-TV version or the edited-for-TV version, it's called A Brother's Justice. Oh, I remember renting it Little from, fact. from Video Escapades in Hessville many times, uh, and it was it was called Gleaning the Cube. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't on TV. It bought it from a VHS. Right. So. You, you obviously weren't listening to what I said, but that's okay. What? You said when it was on TV? Yeah, when it's on TV, it's called A Brother's Justice. Right. I'm just, because I, you, where are you going to find a TV you know, copy of it? Well, I mean, if you just did. I'm, I'm just saying, if it ever, if you ever see A Brother's Justice yeah, coming on Lifetime. my flat top. Uh, <laughs> if you ever see a brother's, just, a brother's Justice coming on Lifetime. Stick stick with it. It's gleaming the cube. It's a bastardized version, maybe. What if they take out the good parts? <laughs> there is none. It's actually just cuffs. It's not <laughs> it's not even gleaming the cube. It's just cuffs uncut. <sighs> well that's episode one forty four of the Hammer Man Podcast. See you next week. Later. She woke from a dream. Her head was on fire Why was he so nervous? He took her to the park She crossed her arms And lowered her eyelids Someday somebody's gonna ask you A question that you should say yes to once in your life Maybe tonight I got a question for you She'd had no idea Started to cry She said by the hand walked her back home and they took the long way someday somebody's gonna ask you a question that you should say yes to